0: Five,
1: four, three, two, one. Punkadelic Podcast is a podcast about the things that make life worth living, movies metal mixed martial arts i'm your host crack dan stefani jackie green timothy shallow medicated cactus jill let's get punkadelic not a fucking winner in the bunch there in the nicknames this week um but i only realized that when i just said them out loud out loud oh my good god this is going horribly already you see i knew that i wasn't ready to sit and do this i've overshot the mark with where I was trying to be at chemically for this podcast, it's just it's gonna go off the reels. Fuck. Um, welcome to the show. I wanted to let you guys know early on about a YouTube channel called My Analog Journal. Um, I put put really weird stress on that sentence. I wanted to let you guys know about a podcast, not a podcast, but a YouTube channel called my analogue journal and it's essentially a whole bunch of fucking hipsters and what they do is they get their living rooms in their beautiful apartments all decked out with all these beautiful house plants and wooden accessories and vintage shit and like to my untrained eye like I'm not an interior decorator you know guy was an interior decorator <laughs> But anyway, they've just got these beautiful fucking picturesque, wonderful houses. And then they have these gorgeously integrated, like fully analog with mixers, vinyl DJ setups. And it's like the most hipster collections of music you could ever hear. And just these fucking hipsters um, throwing out a fucking mix and like grooving around their gorgeous apartment for a while. Like more often than not, probably sipping on some third wave coffee or maybe a kombucha uh kombucha i don't know how to pronounce that stuff i've never had it i've never really thought about you know just being like oh yeah fermented korean shite let's go let's drink it son. how you guys doing what's going on it's fucking sunday over here just gone april fool's day so no it's not april fool's day so you can take everything i say today as gospel uh my analog journal yeah before we came on the show here i was chilling to them listening to Brazilian boogie, disco and funk. So there's like that. There's Japanese city pop. There's you get guys that are playing like select excerpts from film scores and stuff and um, from real different countries around the world that you're like, wow, like I can't believe that this is what disco sounded like and like Marrakesh. And, and I know that's not a country, but um, you get the idea, right? And uh, I don't think I need to belabor that point. I'm sure they fucking do well um they're certainly not shouting about punkadelic podcast i'm sure all right let's go what do we got here entitled man at movie theater
0: it's not your seat. go away i pay my money i have a right to to sit in your seat yes my seat that's not your seat how can you tell us that my seat because your ticket has your seat number on it whatever let's find it whatever this can easily do your mis- own policy. No, your, your no, I'm going to be an asshole because you're being an asshole. I am not. I'm a patron here. Okay, and I'm trying to find a And this you will, will be seat. the last time that I come to this imagined DA corps. All right, great. I paid I, my money. Right. Does please, anybody please here don't think, come think that don't this is back. actually uh, a, a thing where it's like, it doesn't matter where you sit. It's not a side seating. It is. Go oh, sit in your own seat. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Please, sir, let's find your seat. We can start. No. The I'm not going to. Then I'm gonna ask you to leave. You did. It, like four or five times. And that's why now we have a disturbance. Because some other people can't just okay. be like, you know what? I can sit right here. Sir, we're not doing this. One anymore. seat off. We're not doing one this. One seat okay. off. Okay, so if I were to move over one seat, everything would be okay. Sir. Is that what you're saying? You're Is that what you're saying? Listen. Does it mean Are you gonna listen? Alright, go, be- go ahead, beef. Go ahead. Be my past. Okay. At this point, you are disrupting the show for these fine folks. We're going to ask you to leave. We'll get you a refund, though. I'll be nice and get you a refund. I don't know. I might want to be taking out your handcuffs now. Sir. Let's... Come on. I paid my money. I don't understand why it know. is. If I sit over here, one seat, it's okay, a- and everything is right with the world. But if not, the world stops and everybody gets upset. Sir, let's go. I'll be nice and I'll get you a refund. I want more than just a refund. Okay. Can I get a drink? We'll take care of you in the lobby. Fine. And then I won't come back. Okay. Ever. Okay. And I'm going to make sure everybody knows about this shit. Okay. I appreciate that.
1: Would you like me to move
0: over here? I don't want to be in your way, but we do need to go. I'm capitulating because I don't want to watch the movie now. You ruined it for me. Because of your silly ass rules. Okay, I apologize about that. I still think I'm being a bigger person here. Should <laughs> 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 we <laughs> he said he paid $900 for it. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy
1: your movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Some absolutely great moments in there. Uh, let's have it on here and let's uh, revisit some of those.
0: I pay my money. I have a right to, to it. sit in your seat. Correct. Yes, that's my not, seat. That's not your seat. How can you tell us that my seat? Because your ticket has your seat number on it. Whatever. let find it. Whatever this can easily do your own palace no no argue. i'm gonna be an asshole because you're being an asshole i am not i'm a patron.
1: this guy could not be being any nicer from, as far as i'm concerned Theator, Theator that's gold
0: please, does anybody here think out. that please this don't is actually uh, a, a thing where it's like it doesn't matter where you sit it's not a side seating it is no sit in your own seat thank you
1: oh. oh yeah that's me yelling at the guy no. invite in trouble
0: I'm not going to then I'm going to ask you to leave you did like four or five times
1: <laughs> that's pretty good like you already did four five times and I'm not going anywhere is the subtext uh let's keep going with this dude
0: Some other people can't just okay. be like you know what I can sit right here Sir, we're not doing this one anymore. seat off we're not doing
1: one this seat again. off okay. the eight <laughs> what a fucking dick I'm glad I did not have to see that I wonder what the movie was And it's like I dare say they're almost Assuredly Americans you know, Well I was going to say you wouldn't see something like that going down in Vancouver But um, Literally, literally Enunciate D The other night I did see a fucking shouting match Between two people at a train station An old guy Looked a bit like a tramp Hard to know if he was or wasn't, and he was yelling at a guy who was like walking away, and like halfway up the station, they were just two old guys yelling at each other. What the fuck is this app telling me? Uh, yeah, there's. I guess I can't remember anything they were saying. It's funny though. Fuck you was coming up a lot. I'm not going anywhere. That might have been part of it, but um, sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have started even started into that. So there we go. So I was thinking about. Ugh, I don't even know if I want to get into this. But for whatever reason, I was thinking about the cycling through my head of, like, some of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, like, out there on the internet and whatnot. I had to say there was one, there was one clip one time that is is truly, truly horrible, but did tickle me a little bit. You know, I'm certainly not into, like, the whole, um, like, watching beheadings and, like, people putting themselves in extreme pain and hammering nails through their dicks and all like that's that's not where i'm at at all like i mean there's parts of jackass that i c- couldn't watch like i just caught up with jackass 4 and 4.5 at the weekend there i mean it's been a hell of a weekend i've been having a blast taking in some good movies also saw a good one called blood red sky remember movies in 50 words uh, movie reviews in 50 words or less always on the punkadelic podcast letterbox profile i don't expect anybody to read those but i'm just letting you know that like if you like the show if you get what i'm talking about And when I talk movies on here and you vibe with that, like, I'm just, I review every movie I watch. So you'll just get an honest opinion. Like, and there's sometimes, like, it backfires on me spectacularly. I'm like, oh, here's a free Western I found on YouTube. Let's give that a go. And it's like, oh, my God, this is dog shit. (laughs) You know? So anyway, I've digressed from the point. I really, I'm debating whether or not to tell this, like, but I guess you can't fucking lead up like that and then not follow through. That wouldn't really be great podcasting. So I've, I'm not really certain where I saw this um, or how I came across this or what the hell the situation was. But at some point there was a clip during the rounds of uh, two, two men um, involved in recording a bit of gay porn. And what they were doing was they were prolapsing each other's uh, like arseholes or, or rectums, whichever part you prolapse. I'm I'm, I'm not quite certain. Uh, and then so they were like on all fours back to back with the pink socks hanging out. And then I think there was a third guy uh, rubbing those together. And so it was like, Jesus, like it was a whole lot of a clip. But like what got me about it was that so to end it was not a long clip i think it was in the 20 to 30 second range and you know you don't don't, like i mean i wasn't trying to see that that day i'm almost certain i'm almost 100 percent certain i didn't wake up and think you know what (laughs) but uh see it i did and you know it's just one of those things that is burned in there now which is unfortunate for me but um even more unfortunate for you guys now so at the end of the pink sock rubbing video, right? Well, actually, just I don't know if I stated that well enough. So it's like they're manipulating each other's arseholes to such a degree that the colon or the rectum or whatever the term for the sac, like in there, is like on the outside. So it's like, you know, it's fucked. Like it's, it can't be good for you. There's absolutely zero way it can be good for you. But, you know, these guys this is their bread and butter, you know? Um, so, yeah, just wasn't just certain. I wanted to go back and underline the fact that, that, that that's what that, that's what prolapsing is. And um, I think in I think that's like a medical term and it's not good when it like not good at all when it happens to you. But, you know, as ever, when, you know, people exist, uh, you know, when like these two facts are evident, like one, people exist. Two, people have arseholes like people will be out there prolapsing them. Not everybody. like like there's just horses for courses like go and look on some of the darker corners of the internet like that this is great crack compared to what's going on out there um but what really got me about this video of these two dudes and you know go go with them if that's how they make their money no judgment, this is not a kink shaman podcast, although actually we might <laughs> we might actually be kink, but you know what? I might have to completely eat my words on that one in Walloper Watch later on tonight, if it's not this week, it's one coming up soon. I'm planned out like three crack episodes in advance. Um, I just can't stop seeing Wallopers everywhere I go. So it's been a fertile time for the podcast and uh, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up, but the problem being with that actually is that I'm planning too many just crack episodes like this, where we just talk shit about things that I remember. And, like, I'm not getting around to any of the more produced episodes that are, like, what I want to say about something, that are, like, more, like, not scripted, but, like, worked out in advance. And then also I'm very lazy, and so I always like to procrastinate on those anyway. So who's to say they would ever get done, but, like, you know my end of year awards for last year. I mean it's April now. Like fuck's sake! Uh, that I want to get that out, and then there's a separate album of the year with in depth review to come with that. And you know my off talk about, but less worked on, <laughs> little off talked about, but little worked on. Kill Bill script different script differences podcast. Like someone's just going to do that and snipe me to that, and um, when that's the like, really one really really good strong idea for a piece of content that. I can deliver the shit out of into this microphone. So, um, lots of good crack coming up on Wallop Watch. Apologies if kink shaming triggers you because we are about to do that tonight. Maybe for the first time, I want to say maybe for the first time because we try not to. Um, you know, it's a fucking racist, sexist, homophobic podcast, but we draw the line at kink shaming. Now, at the end of this video with these two guys who were doing what they were doing, to wrap this up once and for all, the video starts to feed the black. And so that happens over the course of maybe like five seconds or whatever. But. At the start of that five seconds, one of the guys says, OK. That's it. That's all he says. But then the feed starts. So it seems like evident to me that in post, those two things those coincide exactly, right? The fade starts because this guy has said okay, and like towards like the last two seconds of the fade, the black you can sort of see them moving out of position, and so it's just like I think it's just think like it's a a wonderful expression or example, uh, just an awesome uh, testament to the power of human communication that for one brief shining moment in one whole motel room somewhere in america or wherever it was i just you know these things just associate with that madhouse down there but for this just this one utterance of the free is okay which we all use like every single day it's like a normal totally normal thing but in this exact applied to this exact precise moment of context it means okay i'm done having the inside of my colon rubbed on the inside of another man's colon it's time to stop that put the camera down and push our pink socks back in in so yeah so make our rectums go back inside of us where they belong and you know I'm no poet, but I think that's beautiful. So that was the most disgusting thing I ever saw. The most disgusting thing I ever even heard about was, and uh, I don't know if I should say this on legal grounds, but let's just say, right, let's put it this way, okay? Let's just say hypothetically I heard one time from someone who worked in the ambulance service? That they allegedly went to visit, a, not visit, but uh what? Well, they were called out to see, like, a, like a shut-in. Do you know what I mean when I say that? People like someone that like doesn't leave the house. Maybe a hoarder. Maybe like, maybe it's medical, but like more often than not, it's mental. They're just shut in. They're in the house. They don't leave. They don't throw the trash out it's it's like it's never a good scene places, the houses are always destroyed and stinking and you know let's just say hypothetically I've heard from multiple people in the ambulance service that work as paramedics or EMTs that it's like the sights that you see in that job in terms of people with injuries is never really anything compared to the smells of like shut ins homes and decomp decompose decomp on bodies, hear me. I'm, like, I'm a cop from the wire. Oh I've got some decomp over there. and uh, yeah, dead on D. Yeah, so it's just supposed to be much more physical gut reaction to the odors and the fetid fucking stenches of these animals. Like, like you know the pissing bottles types but keep the bottles for years. That sort of that run a person. That kind of healthy mentality. But uh so one time then in this hypothetical situation They went to a house or an apartment, whatever, and the shut-in had been there for a long time, unable to move, completely unable to move, and then had blockages in his genitals or like digestive tract, so was unable to pass urine or feces, right? Let's use the medical terms just here hypothetically. And then... When they were attempting to remove him to put him into put him onto a stretcher, get him into an ambulance, try and get this person some help uh what allegedly happened was he vomited and there was fecal matter in the vomit because this man was so backed up for having been hung out like for weeks unable to do anything like God knows what the situation was allegedly like but that's possible and that has worried me ever since. So then the most disgusting thing that I've seen recently, okay, which by contrast is like this is a really light, happy, funny tale compared to those two absolute horror shows. So I was drinking in North Vancouver, so across the water. I came out of a bar to have a smoke and I was standing two doors down from the bar in uh disused shopfront, so it wasn't gonna be bothering anybody um when i was blowing weed smoke all over the place all right you know furdues that's basically the only rule of it in vancouver it's like as long as you're not bothering anybody like you're all good um but as i'm standing there i'm looking but i'm not trying to see but i'm looking uh you know what i mean i'm looking across the street because that's where my eyes are pointing it's not that i'm trying to look over there but then my eyes catch this fucking shitty character i'm like what's going on here So it's a guy in a fucking long black coat and a flat cap, like a Chinese dude. And he's like peeking around the corner of a building. He's like right up at the edge of the building, like where the building meets the street. There's a really, really big window on the street side. So he can't see in or be seen at this point. And he ducks back down behind. And again, I'm just like, I was just trying to have a fucking few pulses. I was like. You know, I don't want to go bonkos, cuckoo bananas here tonight. Like, I've got to get the sea bus home. I don't want to fuck that up. So homeboy then starts digging around in his cax through his zipper, like through his flight. And I'm like, what the fuck? So he whips it out and starts pissing on the corner of this building. Now he's in an alleyway. So he's in an alleyway to the side, which might be a pedestrianized street, but I'm not 100% on that. But it's definitely like a side. It's not a main road. So, why was this guy pissing, like, directly on the fucking corner and not, like, fucked off back down behind a bin or, you know, like, l- literally anywhere else rather than there, Whereas, like, inches from his inches being seen by tons of people. And, like, you know, obviously, not to make wide generalizations here, but the guy was Asian, so I couldn't really see much from where I was standing, you know, a block and a half across the street, like, And uh, well not a block but like across the street. Next thing then he bolts out round the corner and there's a Chinese couple coming down the street and he starts talking to them. I'm like, okay, they're Chinese buddies, let's see what's going on. You know, or maybe you know, he was just like he's meeting these guys, took the piss that he needed just real quick, and then has bounced out there. But like he's bouncing around them with way more energy than them and he's like trying to take their picture and then next thing you know he falls to his knees in the street and it's lashing rain absolutely bucketing, torrential monsoon weather at the time and then they're just like obviously freaked out then at this point and they hustle on and while he was pissing the people who were sitting just outside the bar that i'm in on the tables outside with their dogs had yelled over at him um there's not a toilet or something along those lines something canadian you know and so he comes bouncing no excuse me i want to get this absolutely right comes skipping across the road like skipping like a child and at that exact moment my body's coming out of the bar to join me he'd been going for a piss and i'm like oh my fucking god no he's on an intercept path with this fucking lula head now all right i don't want to build that up too much because mercifully it didn't happen so dazzle manages to join me we get our smoke Go back inside and i'm just like you know i've had a couple at this stage so we're on the way back in i can't help myself oh sorry excuse me missed out a point there so we're about to have so after he misses daryl on the intercept path he goes up and bothers the people that are sitting outside the restaurant that yelled at him so on our way back in i've had a couple so I'm like here what are, what did are our fella say to you there what did old mate say like and they were like he came over and said can i drink with you?" and we were like no go away <laughs> like so We went back inside and then we're recounting our tale of seeing this mad bean. And next thing, who should come into the restaurant or the bar? And, you know, i shout out Raglan's North Shore. Sponsor the podcast, you buddy. And um, so if I'm sitting facing one way, imagine then that immediately behind my two-man table where I'm sitting with my mate Ben also, there's a bitch table, like a one-person table behind and who sits in there but fucking rookie of the year here, and he's trying to order a drink and all. So now my mates, who's had way more drinks than me, eh, that saw him outside, that knows that he was like pissing and not washing his hands and bothering people, is yelling at him, kind to leave, get out. And I'm like, fuck, it's too soon of him being in here. Nobody else knows what we know. Contextually, it looks all good for him to be here. We can't start this yet. But then I did think we should all, I did also more, what's more subtly than that, start trying to get the server's attention to be like hey this guy is fucking whacked out of it like you can't have him in here and then uh, he was standing up then all of a sudden all over the shop and he was like had his hands on the fucking server and all when he was trying to order a drink and then he ran out next thing um maybe it and the server ran out after him and they said that he got to the edge of the bar, like where the bar meets the street, stood on the pavement there for a second, and looked at them both in the eyes and goes, I'm on cocaine, and ran away at full speed. <laughs> oh, so that's why I call him rookie of the year there. It sounds like this was, this, maybe this man's fucking first brush with that fucking white demon, so um, God bless him, I bet his head banged the next day. Um... And as a little patron on that story we found out later, our other colleague said, "Oh, our other buddy that was there said, uh, oh, as he was coming in the restaurant, he licked the window and I'm like, whoa, 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 you can't be calling people windy lickers in 2023 without cold, hard evidence.'" So, um. That was North Van. Then recently, uh, someone got fucking stabbed to death outside a Starbucks in Vancouver. And I'm fucking freaked about it because it is precisely uh, the Starbucks in the building that I used to work in. And even more precisely than that, in for, like, for my most recent job that I had, got the bus from right there. So literally, I would be leaning on that fucking Starbucks smoking section fence. Every morning, and um, that's where this poor cunt was fucking put down. And it's all supposed to be over someone saying, Don't vape near my son, or some bullshit. And there's knife nerds online being like, This is why you need to carry a knife. And some cunt videoed it, some cunts running about trying to get likes on TikTok. And it's like, eh, I don't know what his deal was, but it's fucking disgusting. And I didn't want to watch it, but of course, it came up at one point on Reddit and took myself in. And like, it's just a dude, I mean, it's just lying there, it was a lot of blood, but it's not great. And it's uh, somewhere I am so intimately familiar with, like from standing waiting on buses and just again, every day for a year and then whatever, like working there for a year before that, like it's mental, not exactly great fucking times. I was messing about with chat GPT, the AI language model folks. So I was asking it, What is Punkadelic Podcast? As an AI language model, I do not have access to information about all possible podcasts, but I can tell you about the general concepts of punk and psychedelic music, which are the main influences behind the name Punkadelic Podcast. Punk music emerged in the mid-1970s as a reaction to the mainstream music industry and its perceived commercialization and conformity. It is characterized by a fast, raw and aggressive sound, often accompanied by political and socially charged lyrics. The punk movement has been influential in shaping various subcultures and genres, including hardcore punk, post-punk and punk rock. Psychedelic music, on the other hand, emerged in the late 1960s as part of the counterculture movement. It is characterized by a trippy and experimental sound that often incorporates distorted guitar effects, unconventional song structures and complex harmonies. Psychedelic music is often associated with the use of mind-altering substances and the pursuit of spiritual and artistic exploration. Based on these definitions, a punkadelic podcast might be a podcast that explores the intersection of punk and psychedelic music or covers topics related to the punk and psychedelic subcultures. It might feature interviews with musicians, reviews of albums and discussions of cultural and political issues. However, without more specific information, it is difficult to know exactly what a punkadelic podcast entails. Well, no, you're fairly bang on the money. You also have to recognise the fact that it is a subtle tribute to Funkadelic, whose tune Maggot Brain is one of my favourite pieces of music of all time, if not very favourite. It might feature interviews with musicians, okay, it doesn't, reviews of albums, it does, and discussions of cultural and political issues. Well, I like to think that it most definitely does that. So it got there. Um it sort of just told us what punk and psychedelic is. But it did also remind me though when it talked about the, the um did it use the word intersection? Yeah, the intersection of punk and psychedelic music. But I have been thinking about doing an episode soon about bands that I actually think embody the word punkedelic as I understand it, which is really the only important way for that word to be understood because it's mine. I came up with it and um it's my podcast. So that's just the thing. I've been talking to ChatGPT a little bit. It's fun, you know. Um, it's going to put marketers like me completely out of work. I think it's pretty much already ruined the job market. But, you know, focusing on the crack you could have it, I'm going to do a full episode uh, about different things I've been asking it. And um, I'm going to do a thing I call subgenre shootout. So, what I've done is I've generated a list, a very, very specific list of uh, three columns, two columns of different subgenres of movies. Um like it runs a really, really wide gamut, like rape revenge horror movies, um, black movies, uh cosmic horror, and you know, so there's two full lists of these on an f five page and then a the third list is a list of features or additions or aesthetics, so it starts at like so tarantino movie-esque uh, werewolves zombies vampires what are the fucking things going to be that we're going to use to explore this uh, genre vehicle and then what we're going to do is we're going to write them all down rip them all up put them into a fucking hat i think analog is the way to do this or if there's a better digital way to randomize these um i'll find that and do that you know i do enjoy a bit of fucking data visualization so maybe that might be fun then and i could post some uh, graphics about it to instagram and um, but what i'm going to do is i'm going to generate then these crazy genre smashes because as you guys know i'm a huge fan of genre smashes and um very very stark tonal shifts in movies and like the key example that i always think of here and it's just like every time i ever think about like if i was gonna write a movie it would have to be like two of my favorite movies smashed together in an ungodly way that shouldn't work but i'll make it work like you know and of course i'll never do it so don't worry about it but from dust till dawn has to be the archetype there right just fucking throwing the baby out with the bathwater halfway through on building the church that you have built just going for it like letting people taking people in hook line and sinker and then throwing them for a fucking loop that's what i'm talking about so what i'm going to do is i'm going to get all of the possible random permutations that i can from this list of subgenres and aesthetics and what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick some of my favorites. And what I'm saying is that I'll make a record of how I draw them out and create the mashups so you know that it's truly random. Um, just for whatever that's worth so that you know that I'm like actually challenging myself then for the second part of it. What I'm going to do is take some of my favorites and use ChatGPT obviously to help generate the ideas, but um, obviously try and put my own fucking sauce on them. Sauce? And just write like fake movie trailers or book blurbs for Pulp Fiction books of these crazy genre smashes. Or maybe movie posters or maybe then use AI, um, what's the AI image generator to do some movie posters for them? Or something, or I don't know, it's just, it's going to be a whole creative exercise. And then I think the best way to bring them to the podcast is going to be, um have them written out or whatever and then set them to cinematic trailer music which there's tons of royalty free stuff out there now um yeah and i can just i can get creative with it and use my new fucking 32 inch monitor in the editing studio so uh it's gonna be fucking perfect i mean it's not a done deal and it always takes me a long time to sit down and do one of these and procrastinate and put it off but um it's such a fun idea that I'm really looking forward to it. So, let's get it. If you see me in the street, ask me about chat t seat and how it's coming on. Uh, okay, how old are you, I Saddam? 17. Uh, I'm you get married. Saddam. At 16. How can a 16-year-old boy be responsible for a family, Saddam? I'm not a boy. I'm a man. You're a boy. No, I'm a man. A man is someone who has a woman to take care of him. How old is your wife? The first or the second, I have two wives. You're 17 and have two wives? My first wife is 12.5 years old. My second wife is 17 years old. Do they all live in the same home? Yes, they do. With his family. A woman to take care of me, spoil me, and obey me. They obey you? Yes. Now what happens if she makes a mistake regarding your family? We discipline and punish her. Make her understand those who are older than her. You punish her. Who punishes her? You? Yes, I punish her. Do you know how to raise a child? Yes, he says. Did you consummate the marriage? With her consent, yes. Was she scared? No. Hmm. Everything was of free will. She wasn't afraid at all. Hmm. Why didn't you wait until she grows up? It must be on the first night. Anyway, it's just fucking hilarious. Other culture, fucking, the backwards people from different parts of the world, you know? God bless them. Women are there to obey him. Okay, let's fucking do it, folks. Are you ready? We talked about it on here recently. The Power Rangers reunion show now has a trailer. Let's get into it.
0: After all these years, I found a new body. It can't be. It's time for revenge. She killed mom. We gotta destroy her. This is Ranger business, okay? Let us sort this out. Rita's creating a time portal. I'll kill you before Zorda makes you Rangers. We gotta make sure Rita doesn't hurt anybody else. Attention, Power Rangers! Get to your assigned stations now! Once a Ranger? Always a Ranger. It's morphin' time! with this place
1: is a big mistake.
0: Don't worry. You saved the world before. Yo. I
1: mean it looks pretty good and uh, there's also the drama of the fact that the pink ranger the original pink ranger declined to be involved and so supposedly did jason david frank before he committed suicide so it's not like you know it's like this was put into motion way before any of those things so um i also wonder now If it could be the sort of thing where they're just saying like, no, 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 Amy Jo Johnson will not reprise her role as Kimberly. And then somehow, like between then and now, they'll have worked it out, done a quick shoot in wherever because she was refusing to go to New Zealand. Wasn't that half her problem? And, you know, like having the the fact that the original Yellow Ranger's dead and then putting that right in the trailer and having her daughter run around. This is going to be bonkos and then there's the other black rangers going to come into us. so that's zach the black dude's voice you're hearing in there and then they're also going to bring i think adam who was the black ranger that had the frog by the time the frog zord excuse me by the time of the mighty Morphin movie so i'm just really excited to see what like uh, the cool nerd shit is that they have around it so i want to see is the is there a new there's always a new weapon or something with Power Rangers. It's always, we need to each get these new five weapons and then that will combine into one big weapon. There's always that. There's always the Zords and the Megazord. But I wonder, will they just hit the nostalgia button and just give us a nice, clean, shiny version of the Megazord? Will that mean that there'll be cheap old versions of that out there that Big D could possibly buy? That's not going to be bad news. Will they make nods to the White Ranger, Green Ranger? Um, or will it just be like dedicated to them at the end in some text? I've got questions. I will be watching April 19th, I think it said there. So just in time for 4.20. Happy fucking days. You read my mind, Netflix. Recently, I heard or saw or caught wind of whatever the exact phrase you would want to use there is that Zack Snyder was doing a Snyderverse marathon for suicide prevention charity. And it's just like, yeah, fuck, that would be crazy. So it was extremely expensive and an exclusive event. Uh, supposedly a one-time thing but you know we've talked about it on here before I think the Snyderverse movie marathon would be one of the maddest days you could do on psychedelics now I feel like it also be a little bit hard work like Man of Steel is um kind of hard going at times and Batman versus Superman is certainly kind of bleak but Justice League is like outrageously a good fucking time and epic in every way and what is it like 38 percent slow-mo <laughs> it's fucking great i don't know when i'll get a chance to sit down and do that that's you know that's a nine hour movie marathon that's a fucking lot son so i asked it to i asked uh, the ai ChatGPT gpt to write me a glowing review of batman vs superman uh because i like it and i was just wondering if it was able to put any of the things that i liked about it in the words for me I'm not certain, but let's read over, I can't remember, let's read over it here again and see. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or feelings, but I can provide a hypothetical glowing review of Batman versus Superman based on critical analysis and positive feedback. Batman vs Superman is a tour de force of superhero filmmaking that delivers on every level. From the jaw-dropping action sequences to the complex character development and thought-provoking themes, this movie is a must-see for any fan of the genre. At its core, Batman vs Superman is a story about two iconic heroes who are forced to confront their differences and work together to save the world from a grave threat. The film is filled with incredible set pieces that showcase the incredible power and abilities of both Batman and Superman, and the battles between the two heroes are nothing short of epic. But what really sets Batman Vs Superman apart is its exploration of deeper themes and ideas. The movie grapples with weighty issues like power, responsibility and the consequences of our actions and does so in a way that is both nuanced and thought-provoking. This is a superhero movie that isn't afraid to ask big questions and challenge its audience. Of course, none of this would work without a talented cast and crew and Batman Vs Superman certainly delivers on that front. The performances from the likes of Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and Gal Gadot are top-notch, and the direction from Zack Snyder is masterful in its scope and ambition. All in all, Batman vs. Superman is a superhero movie for the ages. It's a thrilling, action-packed adventure that also manages to be intelligent and insightful. If you're a fan of the genre, you simply can't miss it. So there you go. So this is just, we've got a few things, few examples here tonight of what this AI shit can do, but... Then when I tell you that I've gotten it to write a Johnny Cash song about my local bar the railway back home. When I tell you I've gotten it to write a sci-fi story set in Dundalk, Republic of Ireland. I've gotten it to write me a poem about Derry Big, and Nuri. I've gotten it to write me a monologue for Kylo Ren to deliver to Luke Skywalker at that time, you know, when they're facing each other down. They don't really say much, they just fight, but... I got it to write me the monologue that would fit in there, and it's fucking epic. So, you know, it's not perfect. So they are they're, they're, all, they're all kind of generic and bland by themselves, as here by the ones I'm reading out tonight. But if I take it, generate ideas like, uh, oh, yeah, like me, when I asked, told it to write a Guy Ritchie movie set in Newry, where I come from, like, and it was like, a four-man heist crew, Danny, Tommy, Marie, and Mecca. <laughs> it's like, all right, I can picture them all already. I'm, I'm loving it and the bad guy was a, a, a corrupt businessman <laughs> called Jameson uh, but like if I take that as the starting points uh, flesh them out a bit add a little bit of sauce to them then work it into something like workable that would work on a podcast um, audio drama or like I mean but I'm only one man I can't really do too good of that like you know, <laughs> me sitting here trying to voice act I don't know that that's definitely the way forward with it but some sort of way to present those um it's going to be hilarious i wanted to follow up quickly on something from a previous episode or it's hard to know now that i'm putting out the clips in between episodes i, I can just barely just about barely keep up I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the clip so share those with your friends uh, yes sorry excuse me refer back to the notes here the point was that uh, as a follow-up on killers of the flower moon i did find out the release date and it's not coming out until the Autumn. I can't quite remember if it's September or October. Either way, it's fucking bad news because I. Oh, or did I hear it was coming out in May? Damn, now I don't know. Now I have to Google it all over again. Why the fuck wouldn't I have written that part of it down? Uh, my Google search history is all best brunch in Vancouver. Huh. Uh, i must have been hungry last night um let's see let's see let's see release date october 6th 2023 yeah so there we go fuck us i guess huh all right here's a crazy post from reddit i was looking at uh, some guy says on average christopher nolan is a much better filmmaker than james cameron which you know i think is probably a fair point but the reply is bat shit. What do you hear this guys On average, Nolan has had more misses than Cameron, who arguably has none, so you are wrong. So it's just like, does somebody really want to come at me and be like, James Cameron's 100% the better filmmaker than Chris Nolan? uh, There's a case, I'm sure, to be made, like he broke the ground with the Terminator, Terminator 2, Aliens, but Nolan's definitely taken the torch and run with it and been a bit more successful, I dare say. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, success and James Cameron kind of go hand in hand. Um, but critical success, I think, rests with Nolan. Anyway, I just, like, I hate these people that are just out there making these declarative statements about these things. You know, it's all your opinion. Chill the fuck out. Like, all you have to do is write I am HO in my honest opinion or my humble opinion, you know? Like, it's not that hard to signify humility on the Internet. It's not. I wanted to recommend you guys a specific podcast episode. So if you go to Ari Shafir's podcast, Skeptic Tank, and uh, look up a recent episode with Mike Feckion. Um really, really talented comic. I watched the fur whack of his new special last night, maybe the first eight minutes, laughed the entire time. Really, really fucking good. Such a good joke writer. Um gives me a great opportunity to go back now and post the picture I got with him at Skankfest. Um Excellent. Yes. Great recommendation there. you to enjoy that one because it's him. And as you know, on that podcast, there's always a topic. So Ari got him to talk about his days working as a teacher in a school for like um, troubled kids where they were allowed and expected to use force against them when it got out of hand. And it often did. So him just talking about those things and like, he's such a pro about it and that must have been so good at it, must have been such a good teacher. It's just it's crazy. How cool he is about talking about what he was doing. It was like tackling kids to the ground and all. Absolutely fucking hilarious. Alright, let's do this real quickly this week then. There have never been more ways to get in touch with Punkadelic Podcast at Instagram. No, not at Instagram. At Punkadelic Podcast on Instagram if you want to send us um if you want to send us anything, suggest things for the show, comment on the show, whatever. We're over there, we'll take your comments. Uh, feedback whatever you're more than welcome to use it in every single episode bio you can send us a voice message for to be included in the show you're under no obligation to do that but if you want to get that involved with the show you're welcome to punkadelic podcast is also over there on reddit go to or slash punkadelic podcast we're posting silly memes videos people fucked up haircuts it's a good time over there you'll like it and don't forget we're also on letterbox where I've been reviewing movies in 50 words or less um, just if you like what, as I said, mentioned earlier, if you vibe with what we're doing on this podcast and the movies that we vibe with, um, that's just a good resource there to find some things to watch sometimes. Uh, we're also on buymeacoffee.com. That's more important than ever. We're trying to raise the funds for a new microphone so we can improve the fucking sound quality around here uh, because I am more aware than any one of you uh, that it is deteriorating. So yeah, I know that that's a replacement that needs to happen sooner rather than later and I just... I'm loath to take money out of the computer money computer budget to do it because we're getting so close, but this is where we're at. So um, don't expect anybody to do that either. But it's set up and it's pretty profiled. So maybe you go and look and have a look and see what you think. Uh, Pokadelic podcast is available everywhere you get podcasts. We're on Amazon Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Castbox. We're in Pocket Cast If I didn't say that already. And um, just, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're going to be there. So look out for it. And if you find us not somewhere, if you find somewhere that we're not, let us know about it. We'll make it happen. So we've seen some big growth in the show recently. We've seen views jumping up fairly sharpish, accelerating uh, faster than I was expecting. Um, And I'm just convinced that doing things my way and going slow and steady with this whole podcasting thing and only doing extra little things like making the cover art and the clips when I'm comfortable with it I think that's the way to do it, because I'm looking at people that are just making content for the sake of making content, and it fucking stinks so bad. Um, And you can smell it a mile away. So if you want to help me in my mission to make this podcast bigger and better and badder, um, the best thing that you could do for us is, of course, recommend it to your buddies, send them a link to an episode. We also have our short new chunks, uh, Chunkadelic, chunks of Punkadelic, not that complicated to work out. Um, which are little clips from previous episodes, and you can send those to your buddies as well. Dalek number seven there was really good. That's a wallop that is just like a banging intro to wallop watch for anybody that's never heard it or never heard the show before. And then Where Did You Come From? Cottonmouth Joe is blowing up. Those numbers are fucking huge on that episode for this year, so people are loving that one. Maybe that's the one you want to share with people. and yeah if just wherever you're listening to the podcast please uh, be subscribed to it please rate it five stars if you can especially on spotify and um apple podcasts and just yes subscribe and follow and um if you're able to write us a review that'd be killer as well and if you want we'll read the review out on the show so that's it thank you very much for listening to that whole horse shit. it makes me want to throw up promoting myself but like the podcast needs to be promoted. It's getting good enough to the point that it deserves to be promoted better. And I'm still too scared to put my face in fucking videos on Instagram for it. So this is where it's at for right now. All right, people, let's get on with the show. Before the best segment in podcasting kicks off for tonight's edition, we've got to go across to Instagram very briefly. Check this out. Fucking
0: drummer. If you listen to Nevermind, the Nirvana record. I pulled so much stuff from the Gap Band and Cameo and Tony Thompson on
1: every one of those songs.
0: All that. That's wow. It's old, old disco.
1: <laughs> that's all it is. Can <laughs> I <cannot laughs> not hear that? Nobody makes their connection. the connection. That's straight up Gap Band. I told Tony Thompson that I came to my house for a barbecue with somebody. And I was like, man, I just want to thank you because, you know, I owe so much. I've been ripping you off my whole life. He goes, I know. Whoa.
0: Whoa. A big disco flare <clears> out. <throat> like, it works
1: every time. Dave Grohl on the art of drumming there. And I incorporated disco into Nirvana's music. And they were just like, down the drums on that Nevermind album were just so fucking good all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls when we come back it is going to be time for the best segment in podcasting it's walloper watch they live in your community get the fuck out they comment on your posts oh, their parents feel them Fucking disgraceful they are wallopers You're very welcome to Walloper Watch, the best segment in podcasting. It's the part of the show where we ask ourselves why in the name of God someone would write that online and then break that down in full. You know, it's a bit of fun. We get to exercise some negativity on the show. And quite often I used to start this segment by saying that we're not looking for racists or haters. But like then I realized that racists and haters are complete wallopers. As with Punkadelic, really, I define what a walloper is in the context of this show. So, you know, it's all good. It's a, it's a, it's a moving target. You know, we talk about the different ways that it gets around this target. And we've identified subclasses of wallopers, including those EDC knife flashlight nuts. You know, the ones I'm talking about. If you've been on the show before, if not, if it's your first time on walloper watch, welcome. It's good. i crack. What is a walloper? There's no straight up definition. Walloping is just like people, in, in my view, it's like one definition of it, okay, because there can be many, is that people just be writing things online that are just totally unnecessary. Just the background din of the internet is, is one way I like to describe it. However, I recently asked that chat GPT AI machine learning tooler. Maybe it's not machine learning, but you get my drift, that thing that you fucking write to and it writes back. I said What is a walloper? The term walloper can have different meanings depending on the context. Here are a few possible here are a few possible definitions. A person who strikes or hits with great force. In this sense, walloper is a noun used to describe someone who delivers powerful blows, punches or strikes. A large, right, so that's one. Number two, a large or impressive thing. In this sense, walloper is used as a noun to describe something that is big, impressive, or significant. For example, someone might say, That skyscraper is a real walloper. (laughs) <laughs> and then, for all of the etymology fans out there, and then for all of the pochatholic fans out there, etymology is the study of where words come from. Uh, so, if you're into that, this is, in my personal opinion, probably where the term walloper entered into, like, Irish-Scottish vernacular uh, a slang term for a police officer. In some regions, walloper is used as a colloquial term for a police officer. It is especially common in British English. So, I think it probably filtered down from there. Overall, the meaning of walloper can vary depending on the context, and it is important to consider the context in which the term is used to determine its meaning. So, yes, context can impact meaning. Thank you, philosophizing AI. ...as though that's not scary. Is that an original thought? Is that better than I could have written? Written? I can't even speak. Good lord. Okay, so... This isn't easy, folks. Um, I... This is, is going to be hard for me, like... I started... punkadelic Podcast and Wallabber Watch. God help me. And... As the saying goes... When you point one finger, there's three fingers pointing right back at you. And it is hard like when you fucking look in the mirror and see a walloper, but you know, it's uh that's when you have to consider walloping as like a verb, more of like, ah I was doing a bit of walloping there, shake it off and get the fuck on with your life. There's a lot of people that don't do that, so you know, there's levels to the <laughs> there's levels to the game. As the world's preeminent walloping scientist, as I have dubbed myself on here, I'm just you know I have to point out these things uh, even if it hurts. So my recent brush with walloping, I'm not blameless. Like you know, I was in a glass house throwing stones. So fucking is that how that goes? So it was an Instagram post. I was on my Explore page. Like I'm not even on my timeline or looking at my own feed. I'm out there getting up in people's business. It's it's completely on me. I take full responsibility for this. And then there was a picture of Brie Larson, you know, Captain Marvel. Um, I have no idea what else she was in. Maybe, maybe going back a bit, was she in 21 Jump Street? All right, Google that one, folks. Folks, Andy Malone here. <laughs> you have to sell ratty meals. Tax me, aim right change your fucking life uh, i just love to see him and the liver king crossover it would be f- fucking killer oh, fuck imagine anyway where was it? so picture Brie Larson on Instagram uh, announcing that just going to be in the last fast and furious movie I don't know what the objective was maybe it was genuinely annoyed Maybe I was annoyed about something else and I was taking it out on Brie Larson. Or maybe I just wanted something like this to happen, t- to have something to talk about, make myself seem cool to my friends. I don't know. You know, it would take me and a psychologist years to unpack it uh, properly, like that is. Where's it going with all this? Right, Brie Larson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me being a walloper. So, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I should I should have moved on with my life. It shouldn't bother me. I shouldn't give a fuck. Like, of course, that is the sort of role she should get. Like, she'd be starring against such talent as Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, and The Rock. Like, God forbid. <laughs> uh, the love triangles there would be excellent. Anyway, she's uh, Kurt Russell's daughter or something, it turns out. I don't know. Kurt Russell's a good lad, though. I didn't know he was mixed up and all that horse shit. I really did not. Uh, so... I write, how does she keep getting parts? And somebody comes back and goes, like, this is it. So this guy gets back and goes, she's a good actress. And I just was like, oh, fuck off, mate. So I wrote back three laughing faces. Ha, 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 ha. That's a good one. You got me. Cheers. Five slanty ways, laughing faces. Walloper B, homeboy, broadly something or other, gets back to me, okay, woman hater. And I'm like, Damn, this guy's a fan of the podcast. How does he know? <laughs> no, it's be serious here for a second. Like I was called a woman hater like on Instagram for no reason and it's just like I'm so sick of them always trying to cancel podcasters. It's just such a hard time to be a straight white man. Like, we just don't need anybody else piling on us. No. Anyway, though. uh, So I wrote back, okay, white knight. Because, like, who the fuck asked you to be out here fighting Brie Larson's battles on Instagram? And then I screenshotted the whole thing, had it up in my Instagram story. Next thing I know, right, check it out. Bradley here on his moral high horse. ...that, uh, you know, I hate women, right? I couldn't believe this. Like, this white knight then gets in my DMs (laughs) just saying, fag. So I was just like, wow, well, enjoy being reported to Instagram for hate speech. So that's it. That's what you fucking get, pal. So I shouldn't have started any of that, but that's where it wound up. That's how I handled my business in public when when it happened to me. So as I say... When when you point a finger, there's three fingers pointing back at you.
0: The rally meals are rally to go.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Listen, Andy Malone, I want you to be on this podcast. I'm not making fun of you. I just think you've got a distinct style that's. ...in an accent very similar to my own natural accent pre-Canada... ...so it's very, very, very fun for me to imitate you... ...because it's just like being myself five years ago... ...when I was also a complete balloon, (laughs) so... ...great, as I say, I would love to have you in the studio here sometime... ...maybe have to move it out of the bedroom for that one, but uh, that's it... Uh, ...so there you go, my recent brush with walloping... ...I am not blameless... Nobody is when there's three fingers in the stink. How does that saying go? Um, Right, we're gonna have to move on. Can't be all about me. This show, this show's not about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good stuff right there. Um, Right, bird here. (laughs) Like, why the fuck did I save this? I must have thought this was brilliant at the time, but like now I'm just. On a completely different buzz, but it's a Dr. Phil video of a bird claiming to be Madeleine McCann, Um, like, if the real world ever found out just how amused I am by Madeleine McCann jokes. Like, I mean, I don't ask to be this way, it just is how I am, like, you know, so, what am I going to do? But, like, this, this is going to be fucking terrible, isn't it? (laughs) there's no doubt about it right so we'll do what we'll do when we'll watch videos on here we'll just watch straight through see what we'll have to say go back and pick out the good lines laugh at them and then move on with our lives right love it he's having a good time punk at that felt fuck I hope so I uh, yeah settled into this nicely it's been like a day and a half since I recorded the first half of this as I say I really hope I recorded everything I meant to did I get the bit in about Dave Grohl and the disco drums Hopefully. I really hope that for you guys. But I won't find out until the edit. And once I'm sitting down looking at that on my old ass computer that I've managed to get to wheeze the life, I, I'm i not stopping until it's done. And it doesn't matter if there's bits that need to be added. It's like, I'll explain it next time, you know. So, sorry. It's just like... We're a very, very independent podcast right here. So, all right. Dr. Phil Lady claims to be Madeleine McCann. Oh my God, where's she going to be from? I mean, she has to be English, otherwise the whole thing's fucked, right? Or is she going to claim that, like, oh no, I was being fucking touched up in Germany all these years, so I'm all like, that, no. Anyway, yeah, I just I didn't say anything. Don't even listen to me. Alright, good, we're cracked. We're still connected to my Bluetooth headphones somewhere in the next fucking room. Right.
0: If that result is consistent with your mother that shows that you, you two are biologically related, what will you think then? I think that mothers should not do these things to their children. So I have younger sister. I'm not mother, but I have nine years old sister, so stepsister, and I love her so much. She's everything for me, and if if she would will come to me and say, "Julia, someone hurt me," I will take this person out from her, her house and make everything what I c- could make to. Stay, to make her safe so you're saying just based on behavior you don't believe she's your mother as well Too. yeah True. um but if 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 the dna if dna tests prove that i
1: she- was fucking born as fuck so hold on then what's the scope like this bird is uh, She claims to be So is there no fucking verification of that? Am I going to have to now Google Something to do with Madeleine can i can't remember what to just do this in incognito window Because that's just one of those things It's like, ugh, I don't want to Fucking Google bringing this up all the time Like One day ago, receives DNA tests Uh oh Biscarios Holy fuck And I managed to take the phone away from my face before looking down the article to see the I mean the inevitable disappointment. Surely surely someone would have texted me uh if Madeleine McCann had been found um and was uh and was a Polish bird. Uh okay. Honestly, <laughs> right, I'm just taking a moment here, okay, to, truly look at the side by side the Daily Mail has here of course this is in the Daily Mail right um, and so it's our girl here Julia Wendell Wendell maybe because she's Polish I put the stank on it and then right beside it is a picture of Madeleine McCann as a young child and yeah <laughs> Oh no, I don't know about that, Jules. A Polish woman became an internet sensation when she claimed she was Madeleine McCann. A Polish woman became an internet sensation when she claimed she was Madeleine McCann, despite her own parents branding her claims as lies and manipulation. Julia Wendell even appeared on the US talk show Dr. Phil where she sta- where she started suspecting she was Madeleine last June, but did not provide any proof. Wendell's claims said, Wendell's parents said she fabricated the claims and said that it's obvious she isn't the missing girl. Now DNA test results have shown that she isn't modeling. Okay, let's go. <laughs> There's a statement from that boring bird, but listen out here for it. whenever I get to her title or career, whatever you want to call it. Dr. Fia Johansson, a private investigator and psychic medium who has been assisting Wendell, said in a statement, Julia's test results are back. We finally know the reality. Although it is impossible to tell for sure without the parents' DNA results on either side, the results speak to the origins of Julia's roots. The test results revealed that she is 100% Polish, with negligible influence from Lithuania and Russia. The DNA results did not show any connection to British or even German roots. The story is much more complicated than a simple girl from a small town in Poland making a claim to get attention. Now, do you mean yourself or do you mean Julia Wendell here, the psychic medium that wrote this? She truly believed what she was saying and with so many questions about her childhood, it is easy to understand where she was coming from. What is amazing is parents' refusal to resolve this nagging question for Julia. In any case, upon the revelation, she decided to be back with her dad. I personally wish her well. Okay, you gotta see the photo here of, uh right, I'll put it in the Punkadelic subreddit, but uh, you gotta see the picture of the psychic medium fucking helping her out here. Really, really good stuff. Ah, oh, balls, hold on. Fuck's sake, learn to use this fucking phone yet. Alright, well there we go. I don't know if the juice was worth the squeeze with all of that, but here we go, we got a fucking... Baker's dozen at least wallopers to get through here now. Oh my God, how long is this episode going to be? Aye. Right, walloping watch Speed Run edition. All right, so it's a bird with huge knockers and very little covering them at the beach, right? And uh, her name is Emmy, it says here on Twitter. It's a tweet from Twitter, as <laughs> we like to say on here. And uh, her caption is, Would you take me to the beach? Question mark. And uh, Michael Tambarello <laughs> is an old bald guy, has come back to her to say, Looks like you're already on the beach. Which is an extremely fair point. She's a walloper. Ask more rhetorically sound questions, lady. Okay, the headline is, Teenager knocked unconscious after telling Guy she wasn't interested. The quote from the article is, Girls feel like if they say no, then they might hurt you. And in this case, it was true. She shared images of her injuries to raise awareness. And uh, one of the images is her before. um, Covered in slap. And (laughs) next one is like, whoa, I mean, fuck. The guy wants to hit her like a fucking truck. That's, it's mental. I'll uh, post this one too for you to have a look at it. It is Wild. You literally don't see injuries I like that in the UFC. Literally not. Very rarely. It's like hematoma out. It's cut. I mean, there's no way she can see out of that eye right now. Brutal. It looks like her fucking eye is kind of moved. Oh, not great. But anyway, so this poor girl was knocked unconscious by some animal. And uh, now, here we go. In the comments, of course, now you know they would be here like moths to a flame. It depends on the tone and how she said it. Some of them do deserve a punch in the face to be reminded that they have to respect people. Said by Son who is absolutely 100% not out there punching girls, right? Keyboard warrior. Fact. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Here's a great tweet from Twitter. Um My friend's ex is still logged in as her on his computer, and these were his recent searches. So he's on the computer, and she's able to see that when she looks on her phone, right? So watch out for that, lads. Basically... Okay, this is gold, guys. You ready? How to stalk your ex. How to win her back. Hearthstone tournament. Top flashlights. How to win her back. How to get six-pack. Blink one of two. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> homeboys going through it Um, eh, I had the fucking black lingerie company that wouldn't stop advertising to me on Instagram I'm not really sure how it happened but it was just doing my head in because it would come up every day and they were called naughty knickers and it was some bird and she was in, on there in these knickers being like you know well this is what stuck with me anyway and it was like uh, you know our brand isn't gatekept by hot girls, and it's like, you are crazy, (laughs) what are you talking about for a start? So, there, no, and then, you know, to be fair, at the end, uh, an irregularly shaped bird comes up, but, not for the very vast majority of the advert, I would say 95% of the advert, and nor does when you see the, the differently shaped, a person, I guess, um that's not even a video, that's a still image. So I'm just saying there still seems to be a little bit of hot privilege going on there. Um but also the fact was I was like, oh hey, uh, I was looking at it a whole lot probably because uh they were fully, fully see through, like and in at least two shots in the video you can just fully see the top of her slit. So I was just like, Oh my god, I haven't seen lips like that since Rosenstrike fought over him. Oh yeah, fucking hell. So this just really bothers me. I just don't know if this is really walloping or a personal grievance. I don't know if it's appropriate for here, but it it, it is my podcast, so what are you going to do about it? Not really a whole lot. So sit down, shut the fuck up and listen. Art of rolling on Reddit, okay? Like rolling joints. And there's a picture, and it is of, ladies and gentlemen, I think now for for sure right i'm not even questioning top 10 top five top three i mean in at number one here right see when something jumps right to the top of one of your lists it's a fucking moment like so here i now have seen thanks to this fucking page and some bin laid head right the single worst joint that has ever been rolled by mankind and then witnessed by my eyes, whether in person or in a photograph, it's now happened. And I'm deeply upset by it. this subreddit is called The Art of Rolling, right? This is for, like, class, unbelievable, 10 out of 10 joints. This guy, right, this person, I don't know what it is, all I can see is the thumbs, It has to be a guy actually thinking about it because no girl would roll this bad, I don't think. And if they did, they would be smart enough to have like some sort of social awareness, feminine wiles, maybe is not the right word, but something in a more social way than to post it somewhere called the art of rolling, right? It's like, lads... It's absolutely horrible. I'm fairly certain i shared it on the Reddit, but um, I'm just gonna make another one in here. and I'm gonna post it just to be 100% certain you guys all know what I'm talking about. Because it's kind of hard to describe how the fuck somebody would roll this. Like, because it just—it's the most horrendous, awful-looking thing. It's like a one—it's a one-pinner for a start, right? So you did not, there, pal. Did not challenge yourself anyway. Now you probably lives in an illegal country, so you can't be too judging on that one. But let me just get this posted for you, boys and girls. You'll be you'll be as angry as me, right? So the title on this one is just going to be three angry faces. So it's so awful. It's posted in a sub called the Art of Rolling. <sighs> so here's the headline he's written. Never found to win, never bound to win an award for this. I'm pretty proud, nonetheless. Taking me ages to work out rolling like more than a year. Aha, X. This took this guy more than a year. That's really depressing. Like, the human race is like capable of so much, but we need to fucking shoot this guy because he's not gonna help us achieve that. Right? Look. All I'm saying is, don't post your first joints in subs called Order of Rolling. It's a trend on there, and it's like, why would you post the first thing you ever roll? They all look like dog shit, and what do you want? But it's Reddit, so you always have one or two knob ends being like, oh, good job. And then, like, I think I had to write back to this one. Maybe I got involved in this, but I think I wrote back, if this post is not a joke, then it needs work. That was about as gentle as I thought it could be. Like, I don't want someone coming on going through my profile and being like, hmm, follow a lot of sluts here, don't you? And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. That's me. <laughs> that's between me and the sluts, all right? Um, get out of my business, you fuckers. So, yeah, that's just depressing. I'm just saying, ask, ask for more of yourself, number one. And what is the, mm, there is a Bible thing about it, but like, something done... They need to do things for their own reward, not for the praise of others. Anyway, I can just make the point. Who needs who needs Jesus? Um, but yeah, this guy needs help, certainly. All right, from Reddit. Man, a man who moans during sex is an effeminate man or even a white knight. He probably licks the perineum too. A driver doesn't talk when driving. It is the car that squeaks and squirts leave moaning and screaming the women, conquer and dominate her, hashtag masculinity Sunday. So there we go, and that is at over 7,000 likes and uh, over 1,000 retweets. Like, I've never had numbers like that on Twitter, and well, you know, now I know what I gotta do. So here's one of the maddest headlines I ever read in my life, and I just... Oh my God, I want this to be true so much. Like, bride found groom being breastfed by his mother in the toilets before the wedding ceremony. The internet is horrified after a groom was caught by his bride hours before the wedding being breastfed by his mother in the toilets. And some people have said what he did was worse than him cheating. And then there's a picture of a cran bird in a wedding dress. I mean, it seems like it came from somewhere. So Thursday... February 23rd 2023 if that was you then You need to have a word with yourself. Uh, My youngest... Okay, what's this here? Uh, My youngest son, Elijah, who is six, saw a trailer for... Oh, well, it's someone talking about what their kids said. I wonder where this is going. Woke. My youngest son, Elijah, who is six, saw a trailer for the new Super Mario Brothers movie earlier. Once it was over, he turned to me and said, Father, why does Hollywood insist on indoctrinating our youth with subliminal LGBTQ plus messaging? I have no interest in this feature film. Hey, 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 it's LGBTQ plus... Two I S alright these days so get a fucking straight or not as the case might be. Also your kid did not say that, so shut the hell up. Okay, so this <laughs> this is good stuff. Are you ready for this one? This is a picture of a text conversation on an iPhone. Hi, do you still go fishing on Sunday? Yeah I do, why? There is an app called Plenty of Fish. My husband has it to meet fishing buddies. Thought I'd tell you about it. Oh for fuck's sake, Christine, are you for real? Seriously, it's not a joke. I will ask him to send you a link to it. It's really good. He finds someone to go with almost every weekend. Ah, bless. So here's some guy on Twitter, a tweet from Twitter. And the guy has Marcus Aurelius as his profile photo, red flag. Uh, By the way, the trick with pee volume also applies to women. The louder she pees, the bigger, and then in brackets, wider, more sloppy, her vagina. A good vagin creates a very decent and subtle sound. <laughs> subtle. <laughs> oh, mate, you were holding the spelling together so well, at least. At least with that tweet, you were holding the spelling together for a while, but... Oh, dear, dear, dear. Now, this girl called Mags on Twitter, God bless her. Just a reminder, it's almost get reeled in a sundress season. First reply is from Bonnie. But first, Maggie, it's thank God season. And then Ashtray replies, God can find me getting reeled in a sundress. Bonnie, well, I think he won't be pleased. Ashtray, he forgives me for all my sins. Remember, he died for me to get reeled in a sundress, Bonnie. Bonnie didn't get back there, so... Uh, here we go. From the country of America. In 2021, Knoxville cops killed a 17-year-old boy. The deputies now say that the boy's 15-year-old sister recently refused to serve them at a deli where she worked. The department complained about the girl on its Facebook page and appears to have gotten her fired. Like, get a fucking life, boys. You're run out of that fucking cafe. That's it. Forget, forget about it. Get your fucking donuts somewhere else. Ah, oink, oink. Uh, bop, 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 bop. All right. Uh, On Reddit, picture of a guy with a khaki baseball cap, beard, blood on his face, leather gloves. Uh, I came here to help people not get the shit beat out of me. Caption A bloodied proud boy as he's run off by drag queens at drag queen story hour on Sunday in New York City. So, I mean, it sounds like in that skirmish at least the drag queens are winning I mean drag queens versus proud boys will be a good uh, B movie or or maybe a really really sick theme for a professional wrestling event Dude, someone should should make that happen in Vancouver I'm going to text that guy that runs it around here and be like yo here's the idea check it we get a bunch of drag queens in the same place (laughs) (laughs) whoa, whoa, stay with me. Picture of Pedro Pascal laughing at the girl from Last of Us, picture from set of Last of Us, comment uh, on YouTube here. Pedro is a bad actor. Bloopers should never happen. As an actor, it's your job to always have the best performance. When working on my own short film, if one of my actors would play up, I would deduct some of their pay. Shoots are expensive and I don't want you to waste that money by laughing around. The fact that he was paid 800k is more disgusting. Actors, it's your job to act and be tip-top mint condition. Personally, if I was Craig Mazin or any showrunner slash producer, I would immediately talk with Pedro and Bella about the inappropriate misconduct misconduct mistake do happen but after the first take there's no second chances there should be some immediate consequences for the actors laugh and critique me all you want but i am here to film not watch you giggle and take an unprofessional honestly ashamed that this woke modern age thinks this is acceptable on a blooper reel on a fucking blooper reel and that set you off on that fucking manifesto get a fucking grip pal two hands down a kex get a grip of yourself mental all right here's one for you would you rather jerk off your homeboy or let your mom die and it's just like well i'm not about to let my mom get killed so this is where we're at look at this fucking arsehole that's what i wrote here uh i don't quite remember why i was so annoyed about this but so i think this is on linkedin yeah oh yeah of course it is all right here we go guys LinkedIn is a rich, rich, rich cauldron of walloping. Try and stay away from there at absolutely all costs, people. Like, there's no good news on there. Absolutely none. Don't stress it. You're all good. Hey, hey, you think of about going on LinkedIn? Let me tell you about it. There's nothing going on on there. 100% guarantee you right now before you go on. So why don't you take that time back for yourself, sit down, make a cup of tea, Maybe get in five minutes of meditation, get on a Headspace app, maybe use Balance, maybe you like Calm. Take that back for yourself. Don't go to LinkedIn. A rich, rich cauldron of wallopers. Nowhere on the internet will you find a more disgusting hive of scum and villainy and lies. Such as... Neva. Elon Musk is under fire for building bedrooms at Twitter headquarters. Elon Musk is under fire for building bedrooms at Twitter headquarters for employees. I don't get it. To be honest, I slept under my desk at least three nights a week when I worked in banking. The first time I got promoted to a manager, I had to work six to eighteen hours routinely. I'd finish work at two to three a.m., sleep on the floor. Janitor would show up at seven. I'd go shower in the gym and pick up dry cleaning to change into and back to work. I always wore my hair up and it was always wet because I never, ever had time to blow dry. it. That's how intense the grind was. I would have killed for a bed in the office. This kind of grind is highly desirable early career. And the guy that retweeted that on Twitter wrote, I would simply have killed myself. You people are not human. And it's like, no, they're not. And that's not real. That's horseshit. Nobody fucking works like that. It says here, she's a founder at Tech Employees. But yet, neither tech nor employees has a capital letter. So it's like, what are we really doing here? Like, Neva, get out of here. Okay, here we go. Um, From YouTube.com. Imagine how wild one of those infected females would be in the sack. I'd try it. I mean, if she was restrained and they created a vaccine that prevented me becoming infected through intercourse. You really took the time to write this. LOL, get help. You sound like low-key rapist. Sicko. Help for what? Four foot... Forceful sex is about the most natural thing in humanity. It's only very recently in the modern era that sex became all timid. You get help for denying your you get help for denying your own primal nature. Rules number one, if you want to survive, cardio, you really need stamina. Well, this is what we're doing in YouTube comments. Well done. Well done everybody. Take a round of applause for the entire community. The Paris is very proud of you. Uh, a tweet from Twitter. Doctors are some of the dumbest and most dangerous individuals in modern society. And then the tweet back, the reply: I stopped trusting doctors a long time ago and rely on real experts like folks on this app, on oh, Twitter, on oh, tw- of all the apps, Twitter, dude. Please come on the podcast, please. We need to sit down together. I gotta pick your brain, but so many things. Uh, what about this imaginary? What about this genuine piece of shit and her imaginary friends? How many bats do you think roost in this bitch's dusty old cock socket? That's what I wrote down here to say about this. Uh, There is a mass casualty event in Belvedere, Illinois tonight. The roof of the Apollo Theater there collapsed during the tornado. FYI, I am attaching the poster of the satanic concert there. When will we learn? God does not tolerate this. This was an all-ages event. The bands were Morbid Angel, Skeletal Remains, Revocation and one other. No wonder kids are turning out weird. And on another note, I went to Walmart tonight for the first time in years because it saved time. I couldn't believe what I saw there. I took pictures of books in the young adult section. This is horrible. I used to just love Little House on the Prairie and then it's a picture of the Morbid Angel poster and like DVDs or something that are available for kids in Walmart that are based on horror stuff. And it's just like, well, why don't you get fucked? Because someone did die at that death metal concert last week, but a tornado ripped through the fucking place and knocked the fucking roof down. So what? Well, so that's an act of God, is it? Right? Well, why the fuck did he kill some goon then? You think about that before you go and write these fucking diatribes, you stupid fucking bitch, where anybody's fucking family could read it. Alright, let's finish strong here. we got a... Oh, this is going to be a laugh. This is a really strong finish for this episode. Good God, it's not how long this has gotten. Right, well, we're going to have to cut tons of this out anyway. So, (laughs) let's just listen to this fucking guy with a weird-shaped head. Alright, you ready? I've had to say this a few
0: times now, but this is the final time that I will say this. Shut up
1: about my head. It is normal. It is a nice Head. it does not look like a sodding tic-tac. I don't think you know who you're dealing with here. Look at h- how tall I am. Six foot five. Look at me, I'm like a beast. You don't want to be mocking me, I tell you. And you idiots, all of you, the people who are mocking me, you look like spasmoids. One of them looks like a jacket potato with glasses on his head and I swear there's ginger people trying to mock me. You know, I'm not the kind of person you want to be messing with. I don't like cats. I. Ah, Oh, fucking hell. Right, well, I'll post that link into the Reddit for you as well while I'm fucking doing stuff like that. So if you listen to this episode, you go to the Reddit and you'll see all of these links. They'll so just be there for you. Do, 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 do. Let's see. All right, so there you go. All those links will be there for you. As of right now, they're there, they're done. Um Whoever the fuck is downvoting stuff in there, suck my fucking balls. Everything only gets one upvote in there because I fucking post it and I leave my original vote on it therefore So why a bunch of these posts have got Not I don't understand Why are you on the internet Trying to fucking Be negative about my brand If you're not careful I will sit here And insult you uh, Whoever that is So stop That's enough Cut it out No more of that shit Less fuck acting Acting a wag Playing about here running about acting the young fella, being a fucking hit, being a rocket hit, being a lula hit, fucking menace, the Starboard, that's what you fucking are, I love these and leave he's for an odd bit, punk might be a while before I get back to these to be honest, so if you're watching USC this Saturday, let's go Rob Fawn versus Adrian Yanez, that's an interesting one for fucking sure, uh, Israel and Pereira up top, I mean that's fucking, what the hell's going on there, like, who has the advantage It's so hard to say everyone's leaning towards Pereira but i wonder what the game plan is obviously the game plan that needs to be perfect he needs to be perfect but a finish would be better the more you think about it like go for broke in round one is he anyway i don't like to talk ufc unless is a separate episode because i know not everybody likes it so i want you to be able to fit that talk out that they don't want so i'll be back when i get a chance to get back on here i've got crack episodes like this one planned out for the next fucking like four weeks so when are we going to get around to doing you know all of the larger more ambitious projects that we set for ourselves on here uh well you know i mentioned them, i speak these things into existence and then when i get around to it i work my ass off and make them happen so uh that's it and that's that thanks for coming on the fucking ride with us tonight this was a great crack episode um, i'm delighted with i'm pretty sure it's going to turn out real good after the edit so chop it up make it a bit faster do all the nice things to my voice and yeah that's it and that's that stay black love everyone is peace love punkadelophiles no that's it and that's that stay black peace love punkadelic